0: Johnny Dollar. I don't think you're going to like this, Johnny. No? No, sir. Oh, it can't be that bad. Can't, huh? What you don't know won't hurt you, they always say. Oh, they do. And since I don't know what you're talking about or even who you are. Huh? Oh, sorry. I kind of got ahead of myself. You're a little ahead of me, too. This is Tim Harrington, Johnny. Down in Knoxville, Tennessee? Yes, sir. Eternity Mutual Insurance Company. Well, how are you, Tim? What's this I'm supposed to start losing sleep over? Alpheus Brannigan. Brannigan? Now, don't tell me you've forgotten him. Wait a minute. At least I hope you haven't. That hot-headed young kid who got five to seven for embezzlement a while back. That's right. About three years ago. You yourself ran him down for us. Sure, I remember now. On a tip you got from that pretty young wife of his. Yes, Mary, uh, Marilyn was her name. Nice girl and pretty, too.
1: And do you remember what Alpha had to say when the judge tossed that sentence at him?
0: Oh, the usual yak about getting even, wasn't it? That sort of thing? Getting even not only with you, Johnny, but with her. And that poor kid has been worried about the day he get out ever since the day he went in. Well, he still has a couple of years to go, hasn't he? So what's the big deal? He part? has not. What? Alfred Brannigan got out of the pen a couple of weeks ago. No kidding. Made a break? A smart kid like that? No, sir. He just made like an angel for a while, and they gave him all that time off for so-called good behavior. You ask me, Johnny, they were suckers if you really remember that boy. Yeah, I um, uh, I see what you mean. And his wife is a client of ours. You mean he's already got to her? I don't know. Well, somebody better contact her and find out. That's why I'm calling you, Johnny. What do you mean? Haven't you been in touch with her? No, we can't find her. But if he does get to her before you do, I say no more, Timmy. I'm on my way. <laughs>
2: Radio Network brings you Mandel Kramer in the exciting adventures of the man with the action-packed expense account, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator, yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
0: submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to Eternity Mutual Insurance Company, Knoxville, Tennessee, office. Following is an account of expenses incurred during my investigation of the wrong idea matter. Expense account item one. Six dollars for a cab to the airport and 58.36 for a plane ticket. Four and a half hours later, we set down at McGee Tyson Airport, some twelve miles southeast of Knoxville. So, item two is a dollar for limousine service to drop me off at Tim Harrington's front door. Hi, Johnny. Glad you could make it. Hi, Tim. Sit down. Sit down. And I'll get right to this. All right, now, Tim, let's get one thing straight. I know, I know, Johnny. Marilyn Brannigan's policy has a face value of only seventy five hundred. And on account of what happened with her husband, she's named her brother Charlie over in Memphis, beneficiary. Well, that isn't what I was about. But a client's a client. And we got to protect her if we aren't too late. Too late for what? For what? Johnny. Now, listen, Tim. When well, you've heard as many of those wild courtroom threats as I have, well... After a while, you just don't pay too much attention to them anymore. Well, I do. I was right there in that courtroom. So was I. I not only heard what Alfred Brannigan said, but I saw the way that he said it. He was just a hot-headed kid. You know that, Tim. I can see it in my mind's eye right now. After the judge hit him with that sentence, he turned around real
1: slow. And with a look on his face like I've never seen before. It
0: was cold as ice, Johnny. Like a snake. Like a snake. And a body in the courtroom made a sound. Tim. He looked across at that brand new little wife of his, Marilyn. She was sitting there in the front row with her head
1: down. He just stared at her until she looked up at
0: him. I know, Tim.
1: And then without moving a muscle, except in his mouth, he said... looked at him. He said, just remember one thing, Marilyn. One of these days, I'm going to get out again. And when I
0: do, he said, you'll see. Well, okay, but... Then he turned over to where you sat. And that goes for you, too, Dollar. For you, too, he said. Just a red-headed, hot-headed, excitable kid. Not when he said that he wasn't. He was cold as ice, Johnny. He wasn't kidding. All right, Tim, so what? The first time the... she paid him a visit there at the pen, he told her he was sorry. No, sir. He tried to be a good boy. He said somehow make up for what he'd done. Well, it always a... happened. No, sir, you're wrong, Johnny. One hundred percent wrong. Am I? Because in all that time up there, she never saw him once. Not once? Not once. And you know why? Why? Because he wouldn't let her. Because he wouldn't see her. Wouldn't have anything to do with her. No letters, no nothing. And that's why in all these last couple of years, when I've talked to her, she's been just plain worried sick. And a couple of weeks ago, when he got out, well, that's when she called me up and asked me what she ought to do. You mean that she still hadn't heard anything from him? Even when he got out? Not a word. Well, what'd you tell her Tim? him? To notify the police. Mm-hmm. And I notified them, too. And then late yesterday, I got this call from Sergeant Piper. Yeah? And he tells me that she's suddenly gone, disappeared, to parts unknown. Has there been any sign of him around? No, sir. And don't you worry. If he had been around, Sergeant Piper and his boys would have known it. Are you sure of that? Well, they were gunning for Alpha Brannigan like nobody they ever gunned for before. But she got away without their knowing how or where. Well, yes. But, Johnny, you've got to find that girl and keep her alive. Well, look, Tim. Yes? Yes, Johnny? Well, I'll do the best I can. Good. And, uh, Johnny. Yeah? Now, just you remember one thing. What's that? You better look out for yourself, too. Oh, sure.
2: Winston Burdett in Rome. Arthur Godfrey in New York, Miami, Las Vegas, or who knows where next. Alexander Kendrick in London, Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney in Hollywood, the Philharmonic in New York. These are some of the exclusive sounds of CBS radio. From all over the country, all over the world, news, music, and entertainment is brought to your homes by experts to create the most unique, interesting, and exciting sound in radio today, the sound of CBS radio. Heard only at this spot on your radio dial.
0: I walked over to the precinct headquarters where Tim said I could find Sergeant Seymour Jefferson Piper. Unlike any police officer I dealt with in the past there in Knoxville, Piper was a big, lazy, florid man of about 50 and 220 pounds who sat with his feet on the desk chewing a stale, unlighted cigar. Oh, uh, sure, Miss Dollar. I'm completely in charge of that Brannigan thing. And, um uh, you have found no trace at all of the girl? Now, I know, Miss Dollar, I know exactly what you're thinking, but just because she got out of town without our knowing it don't mean that he could have gotten himself in without our knowing it. And well, I wonder. Well, I don't. I don't wonder at all. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Not a single lead on her, huh? Well, you see, she had her own car. She was a kind of accountant, you know, for one of the big markets. And doing pretty good for herself. Had her own car. You know the license number of that car? Well, sure. It's U-double-L-one-six-six. Did you put out an APB right away all over the state? Well, no, sir. Why not? Well, she ain't guilty of any crime, Miss Dollar. I mean, like he was once. What's the matter with you, Sergeant? Isn't it just as important to find her and protect her as it is to run her down if she's done something wrong? Well, yes, sir. Well, of course it is. And we did try to protect her as long as she was around here. Well, Sergeant... But when, uh, when he didn't even show up, and after all that time, two whole weeks, Miss Dollar... Well, don't you... you know why? Because he was probably smart enough to realize that she'd have some kind of protection for a while. He may not be any mental giant, but he isn't any dumbbell either. Well, I know. But if i have a clear field. He'd wait until people stopped worrying about him. Until they get tired of waiting for him and ease up, and that's exactly what you did, Sergeant. Ease up. Get lackadaisical. will just hold on now, man minute. Well, isn't that why she was able to leave from right under your nose? Well... And you know what else I think? Now, you look here... One of you two will... things. Either she realized your watching over her was getting more casual, more slipshot, and she'd have to look out for herself... Oh, now, Miss... Or else, Sergeant, and I'm afraid it's a lot more probable, Alfie Brannigan did get through to her and haul her away. But if he's got to her, sir, so, well, don't you remember what he said there in court? Well, did you forget it? Up till just now? Well, of course not. Why haven't you done something about her disappearance? I told you, sir. You haven't told told me anything that makes any sense. Let me have the telephone. Now, just a minute. What are you fixing to do? Well, first I'm going to call the state police. And if they can't find her somewhere in the state, I'll call in the FBI. You you don't think much of this department, do you? If I have to answer that, let me have the phone. You sure don't know how to ask for cooperation, do you? Listen, Sergeant. Over the years, I've had cooperation from the Knoxville Police Department second to none. By acting up this way? By dealing with members of the force who have a little sense of responsibility beyond that involved in chasing crooks. Now, j- By men who can think beyond what's right under their noses. Uh, By men who... Uh, I'm just wasting my time here. What's the name of your lieutenant? Now, now just just a minute, sir. Yes, what for? I guess uh, I guess, maybe you're right, sir. I I mean about an APB. It isn't too late. So I'll... Uh, well, believe me, Miss Dollar... I'll get one out right away, and I'll include in the state police, like you say. As well as all the other big cities in the state. You will? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And I, uh... I apologize, Miss for. Well, I was wrong, and I'm admitting it, so just give me a chance, sir. Uh, if you please. Sergeant? And where do I get in touch with you when I get some word? If you do. Yes, sir. Mr. Dollar? All right. I'll be staying at the Andrew Johnson. Thank you, sir. And I'll call you, sir. You better. I don't know whether to kick myself for letting him go ahead again or for having nearly lost my own temper over his obvious loneliness. Instead, I spent item 3 five eighty, smoothing my ruffled feathers with a dinner at the Rascal. Then I signed into the Andrew Johnson. But before I could unpack my bag... Johnny Dollar. Uh, this is Sergeant Piper, sir. Oh, yes, Sergeant. Uh, you were sure right, sir. Miss Brannigan's uh, license number did it. You know where she is? Twenty-one two seven zero South Peachtree Street. And where's that? Over to Jefferson City. You've told the police over there to keep an eye on her, Sergeant. Well, no, I guess it didn't. Oh, brother. What, sir? <laughs> Item four is fifty dollar deposit on a drive your own car. In almost less time than it takes to tell about it, I covered the 29 miles to Jefferson City and, after inquiries at the gas station, went immediately to the address on South Peachtree. In front of a nondescript little rental cottage was her car. And inside, once I got inside, was a very young, very pretty, but badly frightened young woman, Marilyn Brannigan.
1: I, uh, I hope you'll forgive me not letting you in right away, Mr. Dollar, but it's so dark and black outside, and I... I'm so... Oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, how did you find me?
0: Well, the point is that if I could find you, uh, so could your husband.
1: I know. I know.
0: And you haven't heard anything from him or of him since he got out of the pen?
1: Don't you see? That's just it. I haven't heard from him since he went into that terrible place. Three years, Mr. Dollar. Three years. I've been... Sitting alone at night, wondering and wondering what he meant by what he said in that courtroom before they took him away. Well, um,
0: isn't it pretty obvious what he meant?
1: If only I knew. If only I really knew. He never says anything without really meaning it, Mr. Dollar. And He never changes his mind once he's made it up. Mm. You know what I mean? Once he says he'll do something, he never changes from it. And if he did mean to threaten me...
0: Well, what else could he have meant?
1: But it wasn't like him. I loved him, and he loved me, Mr. Dollar. I'm sure of it.
0: Even though it was your information that helped me find him and turn him in?
1: I had to do what was right. Even he wouldn't have had it any other way.
0: Well, I wouldn't be too sure of that.
1: And that money he took, that wasn't like him either. But he didn't... He didn't realize what he was doing. He only meant to borrow it for a Christmas present from me, and all of us young folks act so foolish, Mr. Dollar. Marilyn. Yes?
0: In spite of what you've just said, you're still afraid of him, aren't you?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We we knew so little about each other.
0: Well, you married him.
1: We'd only been married a couple of weeks. And we'd only known each other a couple of months before that. Oh, boy. But I had so much confidence in him. I was so sure that if he faced up to this wrong thing he did, we could make a new start together. Mm-hmm. But when he wouldn't see me or answer my letters and after what he said in that court, oh, if I only knew, Mr. Dollar, if I only really knew, and if he does come here and find me and... Now,
0: listen, Marilyn.
1: Are you staying here in Jefferson City, Mr. Dollar?
0: No, I'm at the Andrew Johnson over in Knoxville. Why?
1: Because if he does come and I'm here alone... Now,
0: you just listen. Yes. Until we find him, until we know what his intentions are, you have got to have some protection. Now, if things had been handled properly, one of the local police would be here right now. But since he isn't... uh, Where's your phone?
1: I haven't any here. The nearest one is at the filling station two blocks down. Oh.
0: All right. I'm going over there and call the police. And meantime, if I were you, I would keep this door closed and locked.
1: Yes, I will. And Mr. Dollar? Yeah. When you do find him, at least find out before you do anything to him or hurt him.
0: Oh, sure. Don't worry about it.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well now uh, that's the first kiss I've had since uh I'm
1: sorry, I guess I shouldn't have. But you're the first one that
0: Sure, sure. That's okay. I'll uh, I'll get everything set up and see you later. Thank you. Oh, boy, it is dark out here. You can use a street lamp or two. And... Just a minute, Mister Quinn. Alfie, who are you? Alfie Brannigan. Yeah, that's right. Ah, it's me. Um. Oh. Oh. that idea. Newport filter cigarettes. Newport menthol cigarettes. I like that idea. Good, rich tobacco flavor. The right amount of menthol and just a hint of cool, refreshing mint. That's the thing about Newport. That's the combination that makes Newport more refreshing to begin with. More refreshing all the way. Just enough menthol to make Newport so refreshing while you're smoking. Without hiding the rich taste of great tobaccos.
1: George. George. Can't I have a Newport?
0: I came, too, in the front seat of my rental car. The young policeman was gently slapping me with one hand and with the other shoving a bottle of smelling salt, I guess, under my nose. That's it, Mr. Donald. You have another sniff of this and you'll be just fine. Oh, no, thanks. That's that's fine. Whatever you say. You all okay now? Oh, wow. Well, I don't know. I uh... Yes, sir. Somebody must have hit you pretty hard. You just take it easy for a little bit. Uh, no, no. Uh, listen, officer. Yes, sir? Uh, inside there in that house. Sergeant must have been wrong. Nobody in that house, Mr. Dollar. What? Well, you see, Sergeant Piper over to Knoxville, he called me. Yeah? He said that Miss Marilyn Brannigan. I mean, he got her. He got to her. You mean out for husband? That's right. He's been here? Yes. Well, oh, and I'll shoot myself because a car pulled away when I come down the street. Must have been him. And he must have had her in it. All right, now, look. Yes, sir? You have a radio in your car? dog uh, doggone transmitter blew out when I tried to call in about finding you here all beat up. All right, listen. Oh, here. What? Your wallet with your credentials. It was a lying beside you. Oh. Alfie must have taken it out of my pocket when he found out who I was. Well, thanks anyway. All right, look, get on back to headquarters, will you? And get on the horn. And, oh, uh, do you have a license number and description of that car? Oh, yes, sir. Good. And go to it and get the word out. I'll either be with Sergeant Piper at his precinct or at the Andrew Johnson Hotel over in Knoxville. Yes, sir. Driving was torture. By the time I got back to Knoxville, I was feeling pretty shaky. I dropped in on Sergeant Piper, thanked him for having finally alerted the Jefferson City Police, told him to get on the ball again, and then... Just barely able to navigate. Got up to my room at the Andrew Johnson. Oh, I guess I left the lights on. Yes, sir, you did. What? And you left the door wide open, too. Alfie.
1: And me, Mr. Dollar.
0: What? All right, now, Branigan. No, no, please, please, sir. Now, let me explain about why we came here.
1: He came back to me, Mr. Dollar, to the cottage.
0: Oh, you're telling me! Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know who you were when you when you came out of the cottage. I, and I'm sorry. You didn't know? No, I didn't Mr. Know. Dollar. But I, I saw you there in the doorway, and and well, I I saw her kiss you, and and I heard you say you'd get everything all set and be back. And, well, after all I'd done for her, and thinking maybe she'd taken up with somebody else while I was gone. But I've
1: explained to him now.
0: After all you've done for her, Alfie. Oh,
1: he's wonderful, Mr. Dollar. He's so wonderful. I knew he was. I knew it all the time. It just had to be that way.
0: Uh, don't don't you see, sir, it was the least I could do after the way I'd let her down by taking that money three years ago. Look, uh, what do you say we try and make a little sense around well, here? maybe I was wrong not seeing her and not answering her letters, but I had to do it alone. I had to work it out for myself. I had to prove I could be worthy of her all by myself.
1: And he has, Mr. Dollar.
0: Mm-hmm. Alfie. You see, I meant it, sir, uh, what I said back there in court. That I'd show her and I'd show you, too that I could make up for that crazy embezzling. Don't you understand?
1: That's what he meant.
0: And I did it, sir. I, I worked. I studied there in prison every day. I worked to improve myself. And when I got out, so I, I could prove to her I'd done right by her, I went to her brother over in Memphis.
1: My brother Charlie. Mm-hmm. Because
0: he'd always liked me, and I knew he'd help me, and, and without letting on to her until I was ready. You see, I knew he'd understand, and he did.
1: And you know what Alfie's done in just these
0: last two weeks? A steady job over there. A decent place for us to live the way we ought to. And away from all these memories. Now we can start out married all over again. The, the right way. Like I should have made it for us before. It's a whole new start, Mr. Dollar. And a clean start. And it's still only half of what a girl like Marilyn deserves.
1: Isn't it wonderful, Mr. Dollar?
0: Uh, um. Well. Yes, Alfie. Sir. Sir. You um, uh, you want to be sure of uh, keeping it that way? Oh, believe me, sir, I will keep it that way. All right. Then uh, one thing. Remember to keep that temper of yours in check, huh? Yes, sir. Even when you see your wife kissing another man. I will, sir. I promise. I hope so. And I'm I'm sorry. I'm really terribly sorry for what I did. Well, that's all right. To have a case in like this for a change, maybe it was worth it. Thank you, sir.
1: Yes, Mr. Dollar. Thank you.
0: Now, uh, how would you two like to help me over onto that bed? Mm -hmm. Well, you know something? Sure, those two are even younger than they realize, but... I think maybe those kids will do all right. I hope so. Anyway, expense account total, including a doctor who came in to make sure that I was all in one piece. Hotel, mileage on the car, and uh, the trip back to Hartford. $229.57. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
2: to tell you about next week's story. Next week, the most clever device for covering
0: up a murder I have ever seen. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
2: Johnny Dollar is written by Jack Johnstone, produced and directed by Bruno Zerato, Jr. Music supervision by Ethel Huber. Johnny Dollar is played by Mandel Kramer. Also featured in our cast were Jim Summers as Marilyn, Lawson Zerbe as Sergeant Piper, Richard Holland as Alfie Brannigan, Herb Duncan as Tim Harrington, and Bill Lipton as the policeman. Be sure to join us next week, same time, same station, for another exciting story of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. This is Art Hannah speaking. The Peace Corps needs farm skills. Volunteer today. This is the CBS Radio Network.
1: Hello, I'm Alva McNeil, one of your Welcome Wagon hostesses in Schenectady. The basket full of gifts I bring to your new neighbors is the Welcome Wagon symbol of greetings and good wishes. Won't you call me whenever you have new neighbors on your street?
0: Just call your Welcome Wagon hostess at State 59640. And give her your newcomer's name and address. She'll bring warm greetings from religious and civic leaders. Help the new family feel at home. Help them become part of our city and its busy daily life. And, of course, she'll present them a basket full of gifts with the compliments of your city's leading businessmen. Help the newcomers in your town to find happiness in their new community. Telephone their name and address to your welcome wagon hostess. Just call State 59640. That's State 59640. Or welcome wagon.